Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hagan. An Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver-area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on The Chuck and Julie Show. Hello, everybody. everybody um, Chuck, wake up. I'm mesmerized <laughs> looking at our intro always. Um, Chuck Bonnywell, Julie Hayden. No, you don't have to re- say the same thing I'm saying. <laughs> Chuck Bonnywell, Julie Hayden, it's the truth straight up. Um, brought to you by. Brought to you by Mountain West Wellness Advanced Acupuncture and Chinese Medicine, HappyTrees.co, and Denver Cenogenics, and Dr. Julie McAllen. Hey, so we had a couple of guests booked for today, but everybody had stuff going in at the last minute. So just going to be- back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We already rescheduled, but it's just going to be all of us. So want to invite all everyone. Of us, all of us kids. Want to, and so there's no one in charge. You know, want to invite anyone. If you're on Zoom, feel free to go ahead and unmute yourself and comment or Go ahead and put your comments in the chat section and read those as best we can. But also you call in 888-627-6008, 888-627-6008. So what did you think? A couple of things to talk about. The State of the Union Address, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Response. And the response, and maybe all is not as it seems. Um, we got the Twitter hearings going on where for the first time ever – um, at a Congressional Oversight Committee hearing, the lights went out. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, deep state is so tricky. They are so tricky. Um, a new report out by a pretty good investigative journalist saying it was Joe Biden who bombed the Nord Stream pipeline. You no, know, it goes through with enormous amount of detail. So this thing is either <laughs> made up in whole cloth, just a total <laughs> hoax, um, or it's or it's pretty and, accurate, and it seems. Like it's pretty it's, accurate. It's, no, I don't think you're going to see it on CNN. I'm just like, oh, you see, no. You know. You're not going to see it. You're going to see yeah. Twitter. You're not going to see, you know. None of that. None of that. <laughs> so, two of those time, I want to talk about that one of the guys who's running for the Colorado GOP chair, who has had some interesting position papers come out, position papers that are the exact opposite of what his position was just a few short months ago. So, we'll kind of get in on that, too. But what the Biden speech, let me, what did you think? What did you think? Boring, trite. Um, you know, he got through it. He didn't really stumble a lot of times. Um, you know, total fantasy. Um, and I, I rate it, you know, C minus maybe at, at best. Um, and uh, than his other speeches, though, it was better than yeah. the, the weird one where it was in the blood red thing. And well, they got the it. drugs, they really perk up the drugs, um, and so he really uh, he nicer this time. He wasn't attacking the, the MAGA Republicans, he wasn't, he, he wasn't screaming at people and yeah. and and trying to sniff the hair of little girls. It's nothing that was true in it, though, really. No, I mean, the one point where he says the Republicans want to get rid of Social Security, they're like, well, you no, know? then when he was talking about how if you work at McDonald's, you can't go across the street because of the labor laws and no compete clauses. I I mean, it was like, what? I mean, so a lot of what he said was just not true. A lot of what he suggested we do involves a lot more spending, um, which where's that money? I know Chuck keeps leaning, um, which involves a lot more spending, which I don't know where that's going to come from. Well, that's why those IRS agents, yeah, the IRS agents are going to go after um, waitress and waiters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what they're... You know, not the billionaires. So it's billionaire waitresses and waiters. 
That's right. That are going to be paying. Speech was okay. You know, the response, depending on which poll you look at, um, it seems like independents were not particularly impressed. Democrats, as usual, thought it was okay. Uh, Republicans, as usual, hated it. But I think the independents were not particularly impressed. Now, if you thought he was going to talk about the document drama, no no mention Mm -hmm. of that. You thought he was going to talk about Hunter, no mention of that. Even the Chinese spy balloon, no mention of that either. Didn't exist in Biden world, right? Right. You didn't talk about unpleasant things in Biden world unless you figure out how you can spin them so they're very pleasant. Exactly, exactly. But why don't talk about, though, because, you know, while we were watching Sarah Huckabee Sanders, um, first I thought she delivered, the governor of Arkansas gave the Republican response. I think she did a great job. A couple of times I like, I found myself, you know, tearing up. You know, she was a very good storyteller. I think being a press secretary and getting used to anybody who gets used to having to talk live in front of an audience on a regular basis, I think becomes a pretty good storyteller. And she did a very I'm, good job. I'm not sure that's going to apply to the present secretary. Well, right. <laughs> press secretary. Good point. Good point. I guess it did depends on the press secretary. Um, but she did, I think, a, a really good job um, on one hand of, of of responding and pointing out just the and, nuttiness. And, you know, it's been pointed out that this has been sort of, you know, a, a, a tricky gift of being the one to give the response. Uh, Bobby Jindal famously just torched his presidential and other career. Um, Marco Rubio. Marco Rubio. Awful. Just boy. And, and same with uh, Stacey Abrams. Everybody after it. Oh my God. That was, he's awful. So it's not an easy task. So the fact that she did do a good response, I think is, is all to her credit. But, but then, uh, you get behind who's really behind who's pulling the strings who's doing the marionette thing and everything else talk about that second to a certain extent i think what she did not say is a little bit more revealing than what she did say and this from um jim biden's handlers are getting the drug cocktail yeah they're getting it down right they're really gonna up in the the uh IQ dose. That's right. But let's go ahead and play. This is a little clip from the um, Sarah Huckabee Span- uh, Sanders response. If we could please play the Sarah soundbite, Thomas. While you reap the consequences of their failures, the Biden administration seems more interested in woke fantasies than the hard reality Americans face every day. Most Americans simply want to live their lives in freedom and peace. But we are under attack in a left-wing culture war we didn't start and never wanted to fight. Every day we are told we must partake in their rituals, salute their flags, and worship their false idols. All while big government colludes with big tech to strip away the most American thing there is. Your freedom of speech. That's not normal. It's crazy. And it's wrong. And she went on to, I mean, the whole speech was kind of like that, making some very good points all along. And then she um, went on to describe a, a trip that she made with President Trump, um, where it was a secret trip. They flew sure. overseas to yeah. Iraq. Um, and I mean, she told it so movingly. Seriously, I like got tears in my eyes. Um, but... Forgot to mention who she's on the flight with. To mention Trump, right? Never. It's like don't say his name. And some of the Twitter things who are listening, they're like, just say his name, just say his name. And then she kept referring to the need for a new generation of leaders. Even I mentioned that. I'm like, is she talking about Trump? I mean, clearly she's talking about Biden, but is she talking about Trump? She's talking about new Republican leaders. I see. And Jim said the same thing. She fails to credit President Trump for for much of the positive. Exactly. And so Lou Dobbs and Steve Bannon were going to play 
play sound from that real quick. Talk about the Republican Governors Association and evil the evil organization. Evil organization. Didn't they they screwed over Tom Tancredo, right? Yes. No, no, that was attorney generals. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. One of their associates. Yeah. But the Republican Governors Association, which is, I think, probably largely a rhino. It should be a rhino Republican Governors Association. Um, I think had a lot to do with figuring out who was going to do. I'm not sure how they determined who got to give the response, but. um, Yeah, I'm not sure either. Yeah, I think think it was clever, though, because Sarah RNC gets it. A bit, yeah, we'll have to figure that out. But I think it was clever because, on the one hand, she was Trump's press secretary. She is obviously an America first uh, politician, right? Trump endorsed her, um, her, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And yet, she she never mentioned Trump, right? And she Not kept once. talking about a new the need for new leadership, which feeds into the uh, conservative treehouse. We've talked about this. His theory, Sundance. Um, and if you haven't ever gone on the conservative treehouse.com, you, you should. He's, you like Tucker Carlson, you love Sundance. And 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 he um his theory is that Ron DeSantis is um in spite of all his great policies, is being controlled by the establishment big money people. Now, yeah, I think that's probably true. And on one Pubs hand, grow. yeah, I mean, it's Ron Sant- DeSantis is still doing a good job being governor, but that's his point. And so if we could listen to this, this is Lou Dobbs and Steve Bannon talking about this. If we could play the Dobbs soundbite, please. Um, and but given the fact that Trump had made her, made her, hang on, made her to not say go to go out of his way her way not to say his name and then to tell the story about F, uh, uh, the, the trip to Iraq and not say his name in the story of the trip was outrageous. And you're right. This was like written by Ron DeSantis and the entire RGA, Lou Dobbs. It's, it was a metaphor for what uh, the donor class is trying to do to Donald Trump right now. That is, use his four years as president as a template and model uh, for a, uh, a rhino uh, presidency that they can control. The issues today are not much different uh, than 2016 uh, when President Trump was running and elected. Uh, They can't stand it, that they can't control it, and that he is, in point of fact, an America first patriot. Uh, He means it when he wants to make America great, and he has proven uh, that he will deliver. Uh, He has implemented, executed, and achieved as president of the United States, and I think like no other uh, in modern history. You know, and, and that's a big problem they have, right? People like Trump. So I think that's very clever of them. And I think there could be some truth to that, the more you think about it, that they're going to take the MAGA template, right, and and kind of model it after everything Donald Trump did, only they're going to feed it through the mouth of essentially what's going to be a rhino, who will then get into office and become a Mitch McConnell or a Mitt Romney or something like that. Or KBB. Or KBB, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's clear that there's a whole, they they realize um, that there really isn't any other candidate out there who can challenge Trump other than Ron DeSantis. Um, The rest of them are just little pygmies and stuff. Ron DeSantis has been a great governor, um, but now he's being controlled by all the evil forces that have so long controlled the Republican Party before Trump, including the Chamber of Commerce, Business Roundtable, Wall Street, Big Pharma. You, you can just name them. Um, and it's in it's uh, in Ron DeSantis will be their stalking horse. Um, and that's the way it, it's, it's, it's going to be. Um, I think it'll be a bloodbath. Uh, I think Ron DeSantis will um, lose his his uh, 
saintedness. Um, and and I think it's, you know, we, we all thought that, no, Ron will just, right. he's young, he'll he's wait four years. He'll just wait, yeah. Yeah, 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 he'll just wait, and then and then he can be free to run, to run for president. And, and with everybody's unanimous acclamation, uh, guess not. Okay. <laughs> it's because I think you know, the, the, the money people, right, the Uniparty, the, uh, the, the, the rhinos, the establishment, the people that hate Trump and the people that hate what Trump did for the country for, for economics, basically, right? Um, these are the same people that they want illegal immigration. Um, they, they want the war in Ukraine. They, exactly. They want the war in Ukraine. They take money from big pharma. They take money from big tech. They're all in favor of that. They're, it's all the same, right? It's your, your globalists, basically. I mean, yes. they, they all could go to the World Economic Forum and have cocktails and yes. all happily chat with each other about how much better they are than all the rest of us peasants and grassroots people. And they do hate that they can't control Donald Trump. And I think they need to find somebody to win. And we can talk about sort of the lane. So you've got Donald Trump, clearly, they're clearly popular. um, I don't think his his popularity has not been diminished at all, particularly as we find out all the conspiracy theories. We're not conspiracy theories at all. How true. I mean, you look at what this guy was able to accomplish, given everything Everything. against him. So you've got him. Then you have the fake Donald Trump lane, which is Ron DeSantis, which is what the new Republican, the new, the new new generation retired Republican lane in. And and then you've got everybody running for vice president cabinet positions, which is Mike Pence. Uh, oh, the awful oh, Nickel, Nickel Haley. Oh. Talk about these guys are saying, you know, Nikki Haley is going to announce Mike Pence is in the race, maybe Pompeo, all of those people, but they don't really have a lane. I don't think I did, but I mean, now you got to wonder, do you think that Mike Pence actually thinks that he can get the nomination or that people would? Well, you know, Tom Tancredo ran for president. Um, yeah. and because he ran for president. His speaking fees went up enormously, and and until mm-hmm. he got Bernie Madoff, he'd made a couple million bucks uh, from speaking fees. Um, so there's a lot if you go out there and and uh, you know compete. I mean, our vice president, the beautiful, wonderful Kamala Harris, uh, ran and she didn't get a single electoral vote after being high up, but she gained the vice president. Yeah, Pete Buttigieg. That's true. Transportation secretary, despite yeah. being an idiot, right? Yeah, totally. From Jim Jackson, eighteen Republican senators voted for the omnibus. Yeah. Your rhinos. Yeah. Well, exactly. Um, now they don't care. I mean, and that's you know one of the reasons they ch- they keep changing the election laws. And the Democrats, I think, aren't doing nearly, or the Republicans aren't doing nearly enough to fight no. it. Is they would rather have a you know a democrat slash or rhino that they can control than somebody like trump who stands up for the people that they can't control again um we are a threat to everything that they're trying to accomplish and everything they're trying to destroy right if you don't want to eat bugs if you want to drive whatever kind of car you want if you want to have reasonable egg prices and reasonable heating prices you know they don't want anything to do with you but a joke jared polis is saying oh he's going to work on getting rid of reducing utility bills that's an aside but but i think so that there is a lane there and um and I don't know. I guess you're saying you think that they may declare just to kind of be in the conversation. To well, try you, to- you get on the, the debate stage. Everybody in the country sees you. You 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 raise your profile. Your, your profile enormously. And and mo- people running for president. I mean, look at look at um, what's her name from Hawaii. Um, Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. I mean, she ran. No one ever heard of her. Now she's kind of kind of come out a Republican, but raised her status enormously. So running for president has a lot of rewards to it. 
um, beyond just winning. Beyond, but yeah. And so the, the whole the whole group of them, the Larry Hogan's and the all the other ones, they, they're they're just there to get up on stage and 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 be fools. Right. Um, well, I'm not just if, no. If somebody, I right hear somebody. If somebody wants to come, and just go ahead and jump on in if you want to do that. Um, or again, eight 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 six two seven six zero zero eight. Um, it'll be interesting to see because uh, again, on the one hand, I I like to believe, and maybe this is silly of me, that DeSantis, yeah, exactly, that DeSantis means has good intentions, and I mean he's doing good things in Florida. And in order to run, you have to have money, so he's got to court the people who have money right i mean you just can't well he has been courting him he got an enormous amount of money from the republican governance association yeah. far beyond for somebody who's leading by double digits in the right in the race in the so, race of so building yeah, up his campaign yeah, camping coffers and um, what do you think of this so donald trump i did not like this i th- i think donald trump is attacking desantis he posted some picture of desantis with some young kids saying something about grooming them or something like that and yeah, don't check you you're skewing up the um and um DeSantis was asked about it. DeSantis said, you know, I'm busy attacking Joe Biden. What do you think? I don't think Donald Trump should and that's Donald Trump, so he's gonna do whatever he does. But I think he should leave Ron DeSantis alone until he gets no. Oh no? Hello? Hello. Who is this? Oh, hey Thomas, if that's somebody we don't want. Go ahead and sometimes people try to. Uh, hey, it's, it's Jacob. It may have been, Jacob, I don't okay. Know if it was me. I yeah, don't know if it was you're... me. I was telling somebody in front of me to go. Uh, oh. uh, I just wanted to say one thing because I, I was on the radio last uh, last Monday. I got my tax property tax deal, you know, and in, in the county of Denver, it used to be 50% went to the general fund and the 50% of your amount went to the schools. Now it's 65% go to the schools. Wow. Wow. How, how okay. did you feel? Did, 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 okay. Oh, it, it went up, it went up 9%. Uh-huh. But it's, a, it's allowed to, it's allowed to by Tabor because Tabor says you're allowed to raise the tax amount by the amount of inflation plus two percent, two percent. Yeah. So they were even allowed ten percent because remember inflation went up eight percent last year. Right. Right. But but the money. But on the other hand, the attendance at the schools is going down to the point where they're closing. I think eight schools between right. Jefferson County and Denver. So why do they need the extra money for? Administrators, administrators, administrators and teachers, administrators, diversity. Plus, plus, gender care then there's then there was a twenty five point twenty five dollar and forty cent surcharge for affordable housing yay, they, yay, I, I don't know if that yay. was voted in or if that was or if that was in. i think it was voted in that's going to be interesting was, because there was an interesting article in, I forget where, maybe um, Denverite, but they were talking about the fact that, so since Denver passed its affordable housing thing that requires then any new apartments to have like 10% or something be um, affordable, yeah. right? That all the, no, the, 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 the um, requests for building permits, contracts, things like that dropped over 80%. It's like, yes. so there, no but one's going happy, in You're happy to know that if you drive by what used to be Park Hill Golf Course. My dad's going to be. Yeah. Uh, they have all these signs. Yay for affordable housing. Vote for <laughs> in a, affordable housing. Take away your open space and you'll be so happy. Because it will just be a hellhole. Can I make a bet on, on something? Sure. Sure. Well, first of all, Chuck, you're a native Denverite, right? No, I was born in New York so, City. But he's lived in oh, Denver. You're born, I'm sorry. 
Okay, because there used to be a Montgomery Ward on Virginia and Broadway, I think it was. It's now Sam's Club. Yes. Yes. Before, before it was Montgomery Ward, it was a big, big lake. And it was a park there. And they decided, the cities decided to sell the land to develop it into what it is today. Right. I'm going to make a bet with you that Sloan's Lake is next up. Yeah, why not? That why could not? be. They've yeah. surrounded it with stuff. Yeah, they've done everything they can on every edge they can. So just, yes. just drain the lake and let's yes. have some fun. Yeah, and I think or affordable yeah, I, housing. I, I was just told by this by, in misery. Wait, what, I was told this. I was told this back in 1997, I think 98. Oh, I can't remember the councilwoman's name, but she she had long, long gray hair. And oh, I can't. Remember. She was a she was a Republican. I at least she was right leaning. But She's she right told me that one day, one day they're going to sell Songs Lake Park, and it's and it's going to become a development. True. Well, and you know, we'll keep an eye on that. But you know what else, Jacob? I don't know if you noticed. There's yeah. like 800 people running for mayor of Denver, and your tax yeah. dollars are also going to pay for their campaigns. The number one okay. source of funding, except for the one guy who's funding his own, comes from the the taxpayer fund that you know. Uh-huh. The Denver- you guys in Denver are screwed, Jacob. I don't mean to say anything. I know, I know. Well, I'll tell you, I think they're all hypocrites, except for that one Republican that Kyle Clark went after. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because every one of them wants to be wants Denver to become a carbon-free city in, in by 2030. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Okay, yeah. what are you going to do with the airport? Well, get rid of it. Yeah, just yeah. get rid of it. I mean, because yeah. people have their exactly. private jets. They can, yeah. they can just land it at um, the one in Arapahoe County. No. But you can't operate it as, as carbon free because I think that's the big number one polluter in the city. Oh, isn't well. it? Oh, uh, you know, I think the number one polluter is probably California wildfires. Actually, when you yeah, get right down to right, it, you know. Right. Um, so we have that. But yeah. Hey, listen, Jacob, right. thank you for Thanks, calling. I'm sorry about what's Thanks. happening. Bye bye. That's, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> it's my fault. Bye bye. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, let me. If you want to switch gears there, and feel free, guys, if you want to go back to comment on Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the presidential race, or anything like that. Um, uh, yeah, Dr. Donna says wildfires in general. That's true. Um, the pollution. But I want to talk about this is fun to watch. Republicans keeping their promise. The congressional Republicans, that is. They've launched the House Oversight Committee hearing into the uh, Twitter files, basically. And it's just been kind of fun. I've been dipping in and out of it. But the lights inexplicably went out for the first time ever. So C-SPAN, they had to cancel it. And C-SPAN went over to cover something else. It was really, really boring. And really I, boring. Yeah, I don't know that it had come back yet. Um, but they're torturing the former Twitter honchos, right? Now, James Baker was a for- the former FBI guy who was now the general counsel of Twitter until Elon Musk was like, what? And he fired him. He was, he can't remember anything about anything. Can't remember ever no, talking. I can't recall. Can't, even can't though exchanges yeah. can't remember talking can't to the recall. fbi can't recall none of them can recall anything but it's been kind of funny if we could please play this is um james comer from kentucky he's the chair of the house oversight committee um he's talking with yoel roth these are all those people that forward they got fired right away by elon musk when he came in but if we could please play the twitter hearing soundbite action today we're hearing from twitter executives who buried the new york post laptop story claiming it violated the platform's hacked materials policy. In reality, the Twitter executives were hostile towards conservatives and biased towards anyone who opposed their points of view. For example, Mr. Roth, did you write this tweet? I regret the language that I used in some of my former tweets, but 
Yes, I did post that. And I'll read the tweet so it's in the record. Yes, that person in the pink hat is clearly a bigger threat to your brand of feminism than actual Nazis in the White House. Mr. Roth, do you think all conservatives are Nazis? Certainly not, sir. What about the hundreds of people who worked at yeah, I mean, he's like, no, no, no. I mean, they've got tweet after tweet after tweet um, that they're they're putting up in short. front of these people. Well, well, he went, it went on and on and on. But he was, he's just torturing them. And they asked him, what about this one? What about this? And it's kind of fun. And then they're like, well, we don't remember, we don't remember. And then Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene did the same thing: go scorched earth on yes, him. Yes. Uh, because what we're finding out now is how Twitter, and well, it wasn't even Twitter really; it was actually direct. Um, input and direct action from the FBI, the CIA, even with our 14 CIA agents working there. I mean, all of that um, directly interfering with and putting shadow bans on people, um, suspending accounts, um, all kinds of things. And it's still happening today to a certain extent, right, but, right. It, but, but it's going on. But, but Lauren Boebert just goes scorched earth on them. If we could please play the Boebert soundbite. Did either of you approve the shadow banning of my account at Lauren Boebert? Yes or no? No, I did not. Not to the best of my recollection. Well, let me refresh your memory because on March 12, 2021, and Mr. Roth, I know you looked at it because fascist Twitter 1.0 had a public interest exceptions policy, which means for members of Congress to be shadow banned, it had to go before you, Mr. Roth. So I'll ask again, did you shadow ban my account? Yes or no? Again, not to the best of my recollection. So the answer is, Mr. Roth, yes, you did. I found out last night from Twitter staff that you suppressed my account for this tweet. It's a freaking joke about Hillary Clinton being angry that she couldn't rig her election. It's a joke. But in response, being the sinister overlords that you all are, you placed a 90-day account filter so I could not be found. And now we see here that Twitter staff said the visibility filter on my account excluded me from top searches, prevented notifications for non-followers, and much more. This is considered an aggressive visibility filter. You silenced members of Congress from communicating with their constituents. You, you silenced me from communicating with the American people over a freaking joke. Now, who the hell do you think that you are? Exactly. <laughs> Good for her. Marjorie Taylor Greene did the same thing. Who they think they are is they think they're better than all of us, right? Um, no, well, it's a great one, and I don't particularly like Nancy Mace from South Carolina, but she excoriates them on banning medical opinions that disagreed with CDC and also banned somebody who agreed with CDC, but they just said, why not? Uh, but but if you disagree with CDC, you're placing misinformation that, you know, noted doctors who wanted to have. And she talked about how she'd taken the second COVID shot and has all kinds of problems, has asthma, tremors, heart palpitations, everything else. Um, and and the one they, they banned was like a Barrington Declaration, which said that natural immunity was better than the shot. Um, but certainly, if you had natural immunity, you didn't want to take the the uh, difficulties that come along with the shot. Um, who so we won't say who was the person with the uh, mask, and I think it was a guy. Um, uh, well, there, there was the four, and I forget all their names. One was Jim Baker, James Baker. It was you. No, we talk about the one that was sitting next to. Um, 
Yoel Roth and Metro. No, no, no. On the other side, sitting up on the dais. Oh, he had, he had a little square hat and a mask. People wear. So he was. He was. I think the leading Democrat on the committee. Yeah. You could tell right away they're a Democrat, right? If they're wearing a mask. Um, and the hat. The hat was the just hat. a beauty. It's going to be interesting because so now they're you know they've got the Twitter people there. Um, they're going to have also later on. I think and this is Jim Jordan's committee. They're going to be having FBI whistleblowers talking about the weaponization. So they are going to do a one-two punch, right? They're going to have the Twitter people there calling them to account. Then they're going to bring in the FBI and talk about the deep state coordination. Well, and I would say it's a deep state takeover, right? I, I don't know how long um, Musk has, has been in charge of Twitter, but it was interesting. He came out the other day and said, you know, I haven't really figured out what the big, the big rig is. What is it that really controls the controls? And I uh, said, so I haven't been able to figure that out yet, but I'm looking into it. So- yeah, exactly. Because you can tell things are still going on. We periodically get shadow banned, right? right and right. and we know that that the, a lot of the people are still there because you can't really figure out who they are. I, it's also not clear to me whether – so they have these direct portals. And by that, I mean I – my understanding of that is that these FBI plants could directly go in and do stuff themselves, right? Yeah, and and or at Twitter. least order the Twitter person. So, but they didn't have to send them an email, right? That went right, like right. boom and popped up right away. Right. Um, and the Twitter people just did what they asked them to do. Um, and uh, Musk was indicating that they've gone through millions and millions of lines of code to figure out some of it. But he was saying There's some some kind deeper. of fundamental <laughs> thing, yeah. which I think what he's referring to is there is still to some degree the government controlling things, right? And I don't know if government's controlling the server. I don't know what government's doing, but or or what exactly. But he said there's still something they're controlling. Now we know it's I going th- I on. think they're going to find out it's Obama. Yeah, well, he's controlling the whole Twitter world. Yeah, it's really, or his daughters because they're younger. Um, yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene called Biden a liar during his performance. Right when he said what that they wanted to cut Social Security, um, Jim Jackson. This is absolutely true. Stomping on them is nice, but prosecution or civil penalties would be better. Um, and from Stephen, free speech and privacy are a myth. And Dr. Donna, I signed the Great Barrington Declaration. For you, Doctor. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, you're right. I don't think anything is ever going to happen with this and you're not going to see it. You don't, you know, the Hill had it, some of the, some of the, you know, all the conservative sites are talking about it, but CNN isn't talking about it. ABC isn't talking about it. Well, then it's not going to because they were part of it, right? It was all kind of this circular thing where, you know, they would, the media pushed out the lies that they told them. And so then they said, well, anything else that you put out there is, is, you know, dangerous to the public, blah, 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 misinformation, Russian disinformation. Right. And so now they all acknowledge that the Hunter Biden laptop thing is real, but they haven't retracted the stories. AOC keeps trying to still call it alleged. It's alleged mis, you know, (laughs) it's like, it's not alleged. It's 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 on lawyers admitted it. So they're not going to turn around and go back, but I think it is good at least to have these hearings and try to get as much as possible to the bottom of how much control was there and how was it being controlled? And I think well, it's certainly still YouTube. I mean, I just, right. I just saw, I was listening on the radio and, and George Brockler is on YouTube in the mornings. You know, the show is broadcast on YouTube and, and he'll get thrown off. He says anything controversial, anything. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, anything. Um, you know, you'd think if you're 710 KNUS, you'd be on Rumble or something, but on YouTube, who regularly throws people off for the, for the least bit of controversial opinion. 
Well, well, and again, and it's just algorithms, right? So, and I think the other thing to be aware of, as we've talked about before, it's still going on on Facebook. It's still going on in, I mean, I don't even bother to try to post shows on Google anymore because every time I do, unless I completely make up a title and completely make up what the show is about. Yeah, yeah, they, exactly, you know, they won't do it. Um, Wikipedia, we know, we know that Google. And I I was interested, Wikipedia was among the people that met regularly with the FBI and CIA and and the GEC, my favorite new group, the Global Engagement Center at the... uh, State Department. I looked at a wonderful thing where uh, <laughs> Senator Murphy from uh, Connecticut was was tasking uh, Cruz for not understanding that the GEC was giving information about outside the United States, and it's just you know that, and, and it had nothing to do with Homeland Security. And then we find out it's just part of Homeland right, Security, right? Exactly. So, well, and another thing too to be aware of. So we've talked a little bit about the Chat GPT, right? The Microsoft thing that you know you can ask it questions. It's artificial intelligence, and it comes up with the answers. Clearly, it's becoming more and more evident every day incredibly biased against conservatives and conservative ideas and opinions. Um, and Google is now racing to try to come up with its own thing. So when you search it up, as my son would say, when you Google something uh, instead of, or maybe in addition to just seeing the whole list of sites, tell you, the, it's, yeah, the politically it's, correct answer, it's artificial intelligence will give you the art, the, exactly the political correct. And Microsoft is trying to use this chat GPT. So if you do a search on Bing, it's going to do the same thing. It's like, yes, you don't yes, need yes. to worry about mm-hmm. going to the source material yourself. We'll oh, just tell you what to think. We'll make sure that, what, what was it? The, the new, the, the um, prime minister of New Zealand, um, was saying, you know, we, the government, are the source of all information. Yeah. You can trust us and don't listen to anything else. That's right. That's right. Well, and this from Stephen, you think big tech, mainstream media, deep state, and the establishment won't do the same thing in 2024, especially if Trump is a nominee? Oh, yes. They absolutely will. Oh, and, you know, yes. I got news for Ron DeSantis. If you think they're not going to do it to you, too, you know what I mean? It's, they're going to do it to any Republican candidate. I mean, you know, we see it. You know, they go after Lauren Boebert. They go after Marjorie Taylor Greene. They go after any conservative, right? right. Um, and and they go after just conservatives in general. So um, at least the Twitter files and the hearings will hopefully reveal tactics. And so we can learn how to fight against it. And, and you know. I remember when John McCain was, was running in the primary, and the New York Times wrote these glowing articles of how wonderful he was. Right. Oh, and the day he new. got the nomination, they said he had an affair with some staffer. We know he did. I mean, it just. How quickly they turn. <laughs> yeah, oh, and this is from Dr. Donna. Afraid I may already be at a loss of carbon credits or whatever the new term will be before they even start. Oh, yeah. That's why the, that's why the Excel has its little smart meters. Yeah. And so in case you violate their carbon, now you'll be glad to know because maybe you were kind of worried about, you know, Bill Gates, like John Kerry flying all over in their private planes. But Bill Gates says, oh, no, it's all very cool because he's part of the solution. Yes, you see, yes. he's part of the solution. So it's okay for him to use up way more carbon than all of us put together. I'll buy some carbon credits. There you go. 
Yeah. Th- that'll solve everything. Right. And then from who will he buy them? I wonder. From himself. himself. <laughs> from himself. Um, all right. So we're going to switch gears yet again. And again. Once again. Once again. Well, there's so much to talk about today. So much. Feel free, guys, to, you know, if you want to call in and comment, kind of on anything too, you know. Give that number again, Drew. 888-627-6008. 888-627-6008. Or unmute yourself and go ahead and weigh in. Or raise your hand, which I would Raise your hand. Um, remember back in September... When the Nord Stream pipeline blew up, this is the Russian pipeline, two of them actually, that were um, in the process of being built to deliver natural gas and oil to the North Sea, under the North Sea to Germany and and Europe, right? And mysteriously, they blew up one day. Um, At first, they tried to tell us it was an earthquake, and they're like, okay, well, no, it wasn't, wasn't, there was a big cloud, stuff like that. Um, Then Joe Biden said that Putin did it, which didn't really seem to make sense because why would Putin? Because he said he had the ability to. Get rid of it anyway. Well, you know, well, why would he blow up his own pipeline? Mm. Right. You know what I mean? And so, and then it was like, well, did Sweden do it? Did Norway do it? No one knew who did it. And you notice how quickly that went away? Like, just like the Paul Pelosi Ooh. attack, right? All of a sudden, what? Big news, big news, big news. Putin did it. Putin did it. Now I'm not hearing about it anymore. Well, and you read the whole thing, so you can get mm. into the details. It's long. Yeah, but Seymour Hersh is a well-known investigative reporter, although who knows, he's probably a CIA plant himself, sure. um, has a big article. Well, it's in Substack. So go to Substack.com, um, where basically he says that Biden had the Navy blow up the Nord Stream pipeline. And he goes into great detail of, you know, what unit did it, where and when, and how they, how they went over to Norway, because Norway said that uh, they would give up their jurisdiction over certain areas where the Americans were at, um, and et cetera. I mean, there's a long detail giving units, giving everything else. So, um, and and yeah, if he's making it up, he's really got a vivid imagination. Right, right. It's, it's like a Tom. It reads like a Tom Clancy novel. It does. Really well, I mean, so what he says is, so what he claims happened is that Joe Biden and they go back to remember when Joe Biden said, well, you know, we can put a stop to that Nord Stream thing if we need to, and then he very cryptically said, I can't tell you how, but just we have the ability to do it. So apparently, back in June, there were some naval and NATO exercises mm-hmm. in the area, mm-hmm. and so what they did is they slipped in a secret team of secret navy guys to plant the detonation devices on the pipeline under the cover of this operation. So they had a good reason to explain it. Then in September, they had a plane fly over, could have used a weather balloon if they'd been thinking, and then drop a sonar that went like, I mean, played sort of like some kind of tonal thing and detonated and and detonated it. So it was a Biden administration, it's fairly complicated operation to blow it up. Uh Now, why would Biden want to blow it up? Because he wants war between the United States and and, and Europe. Um, He figured the Europeans... United States and Europe between Russia and Europe. Russia and Europe. And if they weren't, if they couldn't get the gas and be a lot more willing to go to war. And he was right. I mean, he's been pushing this World War III for a while. Um, you know, they, there's a phrase, a Latin phrase, cause belli, you know, an act of war, a cause for something, and blowing up somebody else's pipeline, causing billions of dollars of things, think. is a cause belli. So, I mean, you know, if if Russia needed a, another excuse, and I don't think they do, you know, they'd go, okay. Well, and here's the thing, though. I mean, let's just think about this, guys. The audacity, the arrogance, and the complete disregard for all of us that Joe Biden would do that because Russia could get 
very PO'd about this whole thing, right? Yeah. And they could say, okay, you blow us up, we're going to just send a nuclear missile over to the Keystone pipeline or something. Yeah. Um, and, but Biden doesn't care, right? So they send Navy SEALs or not SEALs, but Navy somebody's in there. Apparently this is very particular and specialized unit of which there's not very many people. And they, they put the detonation devices on there and it blows up. Now, if you might say, okay, well, now obviously the State Department and the CIA and the Biden administration say it's absolutely not true. Well, we believe that. Um, do they, they bother to say that? Yeah, they did. They denied it. But, but it they does, wouldn't lie to us, would they? The house really makes sense. No, I, I wouldn't lie to us. Sense that it would be pretty tricky for just your average run of the mill terrorist to, to do. Um, and, and, and not much benefit for the average. No, exactly. And so, and again, and then you look at how quickly this is always to me the big tell when the corporate media just completely drop it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, now granted, you're not going to read about maybe Tucker Carlson will cover it, maybe not. You're not going to hear about this anyplace else. But, but when they drop it, then you know that it's Biden under behind it all, right? right. Otherwise, if there was somebody else that could blame it on, if they could blame it on Putin, they could. Well, I, I thought they'd probably use the Norwegian, you know, subunit. No, they didn't. They just, they used the land and just had Americans. And then Sweden, I think, in Norway just finished their investigation and basically. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, well, no, they concluded there's absolutely no evidence that Russia did it. So, I mean, it could the list of suspect narrows. But again, think of that. You, could, you couldn't know. They've been tell, telling us all this time that, that Putin is crazy, right? And he's dangerous. That's why we have to keep sending billions and billions and billions of dollars to Ukraine, because Putin's crazy and dangerous. So what do we do? We complete, you know, this... I mean, I guess maybe that's why they didn't complain about the weather balloon so much, right? It's kind of spy balloon is nothing compared to blowing up a pipeline, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, spy balloon. Why would you care about that when you're just going across the world blowing up other people's pipelines? I mean, um, just think of that. I, I, yeah. And again, you know, you look at some of the things we're learning about the CIA, and so nothing is surprising anymore. Um, and I don't know what'll happen. You know, there hasn't been a response from Russia. What do you think? I, I don't. I, my guess is at this point, Russia is going to use it. For, I think they've already blamed the United States anyway, right? Well, if they need an excuse, it, it can add it, add to everything else along with the. All the military equipment and all the contractors in, in the Ukraine fighting the war. Um, you know, I mean, it's it's pretty amazing, really. We're going to be in a World War III. Um, and, you know, Democrats are great at getting us into wars. And uh, used to be the other way around, though, right? It used to be just the opposite, you know? No, Democrats the... have always been great at getting us in war. They, the Democrats got us in the Mexican-American War. Um, the Democrats got us in World War One. It got in World War Two. It got us in the Korean War, uh, and it got us in the Vietnam War. It isn't too re- more recently that we've had our rhinos get us in the wars, <laughs> uh, like Joe um, Mick the, Romney. Well, no, he didn't get in us in war, but the Bushes certainly oh. did. They got in us in various wars. Um, so. Equal, equal tasking. Equal tasking. This from Stephen Joe Galloway, who wrote "We Were Soldiers," says it's easy to get into a war. It's hard to get. It's hard to get out of one. Yeah, and Stephen, what makes it even harder is when you have a government um, that does not want to get out of the war because of the military-industrial complex, right? And all the people making money. You know, you get in the military, um, or you're in government, then you go work for military contractor. I mean, you know, the revolving door there. Something for everybody. That's right. And from Jim Jake, from Jim Jackson, it also fits the Green New Deal policies exactly. Get rid of. I mean, you can't really get use oil and gas if you can't get any of it. And then from um, Stephen, Jim, how much pollution is caused just because of buildings blowing up, among other things oh, that okay. happen? That's good. But that's, that's that's pollution. Yeah. You that. Bill Gates has explanations for that. We got Sherry from Lakewood online, too. Sherry, great to have you. Thank you. Since you said we could talk about anything, I just wanted to tell you about a certain 
court case that I found interesting. Okay. Um, it's the Brooke Jackson case in the United States, and she's suing Pfizer under the False Claims Act that they defrauded the government. Ah. So I wanted you to know Pfizer filed a motion to dismiss that case, and they stated in court, please dismiss this case, Judge. We did not defraud the government. We delivered the fraud that the government ordered. What? They said that? Yep, <laughs> yep. and that's from Sasha um, Wadapova. I've mentioned her before. She, she has amazing stuff of basically um, um, she goes into to just really the, the big part. Yep. <laughs> that's pretty, that's, that's pretty, which is true. I mean, you know what? I mean, number one, it's kind of, you. obviously there's a reason that they said you don't want to be suing the pharmaceutical companies, giving everything we're learning. But you have a point, or she has, the Pfizer has a point. It's like, hey, look, they asked us for this. We all knew oh, it was bullshit. dangerous. Yeah. It wasn't going to work. But they're like, hey, we'll give you millions and billions of dollars. And we said, okay. Sure. Um, that's yeah. pretty interesting. So it's a Brooke Jackson, is it, do you have any idea what state it's in or anything like that? No, I got the information, like I said, from Sasha Lot. It's L A T Y P O V A. And she actually did a, a full speech, and it, it's fascinating. And it's on Rumble, and it's the channel Waka Rupropet. It's L A K A R U P P R O P E T. But she calls it, she has it actually, she shows the the document, the, the court document. Wow. And, and it's the Brooke Jackson case in the United States. That's all I got that she said. But um, it's just, pretty that interesting. just blew like I said, me away. You got to laugh. It is true. The government wanted us to develop this fake vaccine. So we did. So you can't sue us. Go sue the government. Um, guess what? You can't sue the government. Yeah, well, that's pretty interesting. Thank you, Sherry, for yeah, bringing it up. I'll look good. into it. That is great. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Right, take care. Well, I mean, I think, you know, again, you're not going to see anything of the Nord Stream Pipeline. Just like Paul Pelosi, he was there last night. Nobody stopped to say, okay, about that whole Paul Pelosi thing. Why did you guys sign <laughs> the affidavits? I mean, that doesn't even make sense. We got Charlene raising her hand. Hey, Charlene, go ahead. Oh, hi there. I just hi wanted there. to report some good news is that Yay! our governor, uh, Sarah Sanders, has hit the ground running. She had a press conference this morning, a huge crowd where she's rolling it out school choice. And uh, she is going to make, I think, be another DeSantis for the state of Arkansas. So I'm I'm just thrilled about that. And um also, I think the two main big issues we have to worry about, they're so far ahead of us, you know, yeah. uh, and, and for us to to uh, think, kind of be confused at what's going on at Twitter, I felt like when he started to buy it that they were setting up the back door for when they did sell it to him. Yes. And and I, I, for him not to understand that kind of concerns me. But also, I've, uh, I think I saw him tweet or he said something like it's it's uh things are worse than you would believe or something like that so i mean i think he he knows the magnitude of what he's up against but the fact that we are finding out all this information and and the two big main concerns i think are the ai and the deep fakes and uh, they're they're using um uh, assimilated images uh, from videos to 
have a person deliver a, a speech or, or mm-hmm. say something where we think it's a real, we think it's really right. that person. <laughs> it's not right. that person. No, no, exactly. You know, and this is on a side note, what's bizarre about that. There was another guy, um, a TikTok guy, and I do not look at these, but what he did is he used this AI program to, so we took porn movies, right? And uh-huh. super, had the AI superimpose other TikTok people that he knew to be the mm-hmm. porn star. So if you were to look at it, it looks like these people are, you know, videotaping. Yes. I mean, there's yeah, a- exactly. And they've just perfected it so they can get us to believe anything. And that's why when I see anything on TV now, I, be- I believe none of what I hear and half of what I see. And that's even more relevant today because they can manipulate these images and the voices to make you sound to make it sound like you think you're watching the the person and it's not even the person that's right and so uh i think that's you know i think that happened with the football player um they've manipulated some images of him because they really haven't given us a good picture of him in public conversing with a big crowd of people you know he should be since he recovered he should go out and say here i'm back and let me sign autographs you know and have thousands Uh, of people you haven't you you only saw that one and you're talking about the guy from the myocarditis thing yes yes we saw a blurred image of him from the front with the snow covering him and he had a hood and glasses and a mask on and then we saw a clear image from the back so but we haven't really seen him having uh you know a celebrity event or you know anything and so it's what they don't show us so that's the one thing we need to be concerned of and i think they're gonna they're gonna have to use a lot of these deep fakes because i think the fallout from the vaccine is going to be so big that they're gonna have to start creating these deep fakes and then the other thing and uh (laughs) i know this is bad news but i feel like we have to know the bad news before we can fight it and and so and i think people are ready to you know push back against it so um i'll save the other for another time but anyway thank you is is, in that is it is artificial intelligence and you know again i think that on one hand, yes, the kids are being um, bombarded with it and it's easy for them to be brainwashed. But on the other hand, I watch my son and his friends and they are so much more aware that this is going on, right? That, that you don't, that, you know, maybe you believe it, maybe you don't believe it. Maybe it's true, maybe it's not true. And I think that there still are more of us than there are of them. So when they try to put the deep fake images out or the fake people and, out and, and the things. vaccine is going to get a lot of them but yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a good point yes. oh and julie can i say one more thing am i still yeah. on here yeah oh, the right. other great news is that um asa hutchison he is the one that promoted uh transgenderism and chemical castration of minors yeah. in arkansas yeah. and he actually our legislature passed a ban on state funding and he vetoed it and the legislature overrode the veto, but then the courts have now overridden the legislature in Arkansas. So they're still performing it, but it's gotten such a black eye. They're kind of easing out of Arkansas. Wow, we're going to have to all move to Arkansas then, yeah. Charlene. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, it's what the public will tolerate. It's like Arkansas Children's Hospital doesn't want to hear about, they don't want to answer calls. You know, right? what are y'all doing over there? And so anyway, so, you know, he had Walmart backing. He is their prodigy. And uh, they have taken him on for the last 20 years and supported him. Well, so he implemented all this liberal stuff for them. Well, now he was going to run for president, you see, because he went along with them. Well, now, because he hurt himself 
so much politically. His funding is drying up and this big move to run for president is not panning out like he thought. So now he's kind of uh, walking back and he's saying, you know, I may not be running for president. So he, you know, he, he may have to settle for a seat on the board of the Walmart. Foundation. There you go. Come out here and help with the Broncos. <laughs> that's what ha- exactly they own the Broncos now. Yes. So anyway, so let so pushback is important. That's yes, all. it is. There you go. There you go. Thank you. That's right. Pushback is important, guys. And remember, there are more of us than there are of them. Hey, I want to thank everybody on Zoom. Thank you for everybody who called in and who commented. And we'll have our, our scheduled guests at another another time. But we've, it's, I like these shows where we can just yeah. talk to everybody and read the chats and everything else. It is it's really, yeah. you know, sometimes, you know, you get so busy with a with the guests yes, that, that you can't get as much uh, back and forth with the interaction. Exactly. As always, thank you to the great guys at BBS and yep. Thomas for running things there. We will see you all next time. Next time. Take care.